Week four, four A style. Hello, everybody. It's Harry Vinegrant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the four A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on S Two S Sports, part of L Four Media. That's right. Next week we'll be at the proverbial halfway point of the regular season. Technically, even though there's eleven weeks, everybody still looks at week five. Uh, week three was a weird one. Uh, a lot of games out in Northeast Texas through the North Texas area kind of got cut off uh, or completely stopped. Or like Stephenville and Decatur, they decided to have a sleepover, order some pizza, watch some movies, and continue the game. It's later almost on. like a lock-in. Yeah, really. ended it at one fifteen. I have not heard the term lock-in lock in so many in years. At the Baptist or Methodist Church, right? You kind of wonder now what they were doing now with some of the reports that come out. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just. I mean, saying. there was a long lock-in in the uh, locker rooms, right? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, you know, I... Like, who would want to stay in those smelly locker rooms that are just so cramped? Yeah, like the joke you and I talk about. You, you, when I'm sure you, they set outside some. But, but, lot, but, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you know, I, a pizza? talking to Ponder's coach, you know, they had the thing where they stopped on Friday and came back on Saturday. And, and he basically said, you know, we had them up early, had them back, we had them have a breakfast, we did everything. Yeah. But, like, when you're at the game, like the Stephenville Decatur, where... You know, there was what, uh, like two hours basically of of not playing, and and then you just have to get up and play. Well, I have opinions about that, so we'll talk about that. I don't know if I would even. It, it's not a district game. I would kind of just call it, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, for for that's tough. so that's that's it, a it, tough call. Well, it's a good point you bring up because again, going back to Ponder because that's who I directly dealt with. They had their first game. Uh, Valley View dropped them their first week of the season, so they needed that. And, and so he yeah. talked to the he talked to uh. Cho, uh Chuck Canaver, the head coach of Crum, and just was like, hey, look, if we could continue, and he said, you know, Canaver was perfectly fine. Ponder said, you know, if he'd have said no, he goes, I wouldn't have, I would have understood totally. Uh, but, but yeah, so I, I you know, These obviously. coaches had mutual respect. Yeah. And that's you, great. Usually. And Stephenville Decatur had that mutual respect. Well, and usually your non-district games, unless there's a rivalry, you can't, you have to play your non-district games are usually going to be with people you know coaches you know you've worked yeah, with before right. and stuff and so i think the community i think it's a lot easier to decide that stuff in non-district than it is district where every game matters and all that well hey you're hot in my ear well thank you buddy you're kind of hot yourself i am oh, that, is that better yeah that's okay. a little bit better thank it, you it, i don't know why we were everything went great for 2a everything went great for 3a and then you got to run the board instead of me uh grant goodwin's wheels completely came off that's not a coat sponsor in the in the video that's him trying to get the the mic arm was that on video yeah, well, i mean you can see it you can see there's a code bottle oh, i don't there. have the monitor in front of me so there's I a reason for that because you would okay. get to it you, anyway so what we're going to do is what we always do we're going to review last week for a and then we're going to preview this week and you're going to get to hear from coach x and we're joy gonna, joy yeah beat down in a half anyway we'll do all that when we come back right here on sideline to sideline the 4a edition on l4 media are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you 
you do that, check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. Well, I loved a girl And she lived out in Pecos Pretty Wow, that ad, last ad read I think you've had your jaw in a physiological jaw <laughs> position a few See, times Have you, you not? You know what? You know what, what dude? No, just, no, no, no I'm no, just making no, an observation no, no, no. Based so, on your life So, so you're a big music guy and, and I am not and, a big music guy. And we're playing the late reader. the recently late great Charlie Robinson. And, and you you can see it on computer. See, that's what I love about having this. You can see it on playback. Mm-hmm. You kind of nod to me like, hey, let me bring this in. I'm like, you know what? He's gonna say something uh, cool. He's gonna if talk. You could see that on playback. He, then... he, he, he's gonna talk about Bandera, and that's where Charlie <laughs> right. He's gonna talk about the, the honky tonks. No. You, you Arky's wanna, Lounge you, in Bandera, Texas you is wanna, one of the greatest places. And Charlie Robinson played there a do, lot. Do you just Charlie lived there? Do you just not want our sponsors to be happy? Just take this away from Charlie Robinson and oh. just diminish his career. <laughs> now I'm doing and his that. life. All right, all right, all right. Oh, I, I should learn my lesson. To come in here next time. Talk about some music. Talk my about job, some 4A football. Well, let's, I mean, let's, I'm just talking about you about your life choices. Okay. Let's just talk football. We don't need to go public with it. Let's just talk football. All right. Let's okay. just for once. Tell keep... me about the jaw, though. <laughs> Unhinge it like a snake. <laughs> Unhinge it like a snake. As a... When you met somebody from what? Grinder or something. I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong with like you? Swallowing an ostrich egg. All right. Time to turn down the mic. All That's right. a good show. Now, let's get into it. Let's start with Did reviewing. you really turn me down? No. Hello. You just hurt Testing. yourself. Oh, okay. Wow. Testing. Uh, for a Testing. unfortunately, y'all landed the first three and now four weeks is the last show. I promise you, you will not always be the last show. We'll change it up. Uh, but let's start for a week three. Brownwood twenty four, Burnett ten. But the bigger news is that Icall got hurt, left the game with a shoulder injury. We do not know anything other than that. For this game, though, Brandon Stacks came in. He had a hell of a game, 12 of 15 for 144 or yards. Braden Stacks. Or Braden Stacks, excuse me. Um, you know, w- w- great win, but th- this is a possibly season-altering situation. We'll have to keep up and see. I don't see. know. What did you say Stacks went? 12 of 15 yeah. for what? 144? 144. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know. Brownwood's 3-0. We don't know about the eye call injury. Yeah. We're just going to, moving forward, we're just going to assume everything's fine. Um, and, you know, they, you know, beat a good Burnett team by 14 points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't think anybody expected Brownwood to be 3-0 and at this point. I did. No, you did not. Yes, I did. I've got it on record that you okay, had well, one and two. 
I do. <laughs> you want so, me to go find that, it? It's in the truck, but I got it written down. <laughs> no, I, I mean, and you did too have them go, going through. You know, we both did. We yeah, we I, both felt okay. with I call that. Uh, th- this team, but that could, was the only I call's the only returning starter on that offense. Nine on defense, though, and de- defensively uh, yeah, so far true. they have played great. Uh, yeah. They gave up twenty-one to Abilene Wiley, seven to Marble Falls, and, and then ten in this game. They've got Glen Rose next week. We'll see. Uh, they still got Conley and Stephenville. If I call doesn't play, that that's going to get ugly. It's going to get. But a the district hairy. is still the district in a couple rounds. It's it's not like they're going to now crater to three and seven. I, I call oh, no. special. Don't Absolutely. get me wrong. Uh, but but I, I think the Lions are built to at least be able to withstand that and make the playoffs. After that, we'll just have to see. Hopefully, he'll be back. All right, Stephenville 56, Decatur 55. Stephenville I, was down twice by 21 points. Yes, twice yes. at one time. And then lightning uh, delay. And then that resumed about – the game resumed about 1145. This game ended at 1.15 a.m. It's just really hard to know what side of the the delay is the real side, or maybe both of them are, but I, I don't know. It, it's I don't either, but you got to take it for what it is, just the full game. Just talk about the full game. I don't, you know, who did it? The, the benefit who did it yeah not, no no you're, you're right about that and and t- so let's, i do know that ryan Gra- gafford went off at quarterback 408 yards tate mariska ran for 134 yards um yeah i don't know i mean it sounds like probably the delay helped stephenville well, if you're more, down maybe. in the delay and you come back and if you're down multiple scores and you come back after delay and win it helps you there's nothing wrong with that i'm not taking that away from stephenville it's more for me he's done this in the past oh yeah they're they're come, they're, come down from oh yeah they're, they're that team they're one of those teams yeah. that has that stephenville magic but they're for me it's out. for me it's more trying to calibrate decatur because right one thing about decatur right now they've played three great teams you 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 it, you say that as a positive, but their defense has been terrible in three straight games. Yeah, it's against good teams. And but, they're 0-3. And they're 0-3. It's against good teams, but you're going to play these teams in the playoffs. So you've got to find that defense somewhere. Uh, they play Pampa this week. They get Alvarado in they two weeks. They play Pampa. Pampa. Yeah, they play Pampers. Pampa. Yeah, they get they play- one reprieve in this, this season, non-district. It's Pampa. I feel so sorry for the Harvesters in this game. Yeah, I do too. It's going to get ugly. But they've got Alvarado in a couple weeks. Alvarado is one of the they're kind of like troop and 3A. They're yes. Probably one of the most underrated teams out there right and now. And if Decatur can't stop them, and by the way, if you if you remember the old Jeff Dicus, uh Discus Alvarado, that's not them. They throw the ball and they throw it well. They score a lot of points quick. And if Decatur can't figure that defense out, they could end up easily being one and four. They're not going to lose to it Pampa. Wasn't Dicus. It was it Jeff. Was, um, from Southlake. So it was Jeff Dicus. No, it wasn't Dicus. What quarterback? Oh, oh, never mind. I don't. Dykus was quarterback. I don't think I'm talking about the, the coach, the coach that Alvarado was there for 30 years. Yeah, it wasn't long. Dykus, though. I thought it, it was. was. No, it was uh, the guy from Southlake. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as we're talking. Where do you want to go now? All right. Um, how about Wimberley 35, Brock 27? Wimberley's quarterback, Cody Stover, threw for 285 yards and three touchdowns. Noah Birdsong had 133 yards receiving. Um, I was really impressed, though, by Wimberley's running game. Yeah. It, they didn't break big ones, but they just ground down a really good Brock run defense. Dixon, Jeff Dixon, sorry. Jeff Dixon, yes. I, I, knew, I, had, yes. I knew the Jeff part was right. You got the J and the D right. 
<laughs> you did. I know, but I saw okay. that look. So you're going somewhere. I was but yeah. looking down at the run sheet. But yeah, you're you're right. You know, it, it wasn't that Wimberley went out and ran for 350 yards, but what they did, they jumped out early, brought Claude back into it. They extended drive exactly, and just eight eight time off the clock because there yeah. was a point. Once Brock started making that comeback, it kind of felt like they were going to, if they don't, if Wembley doesn't do something, Brock can't be stopped at this moment. They had figured some things out offensively, but man, that Wimberley, and this is why this Wimberley team, again, they lose to, to Carthage 42 to nothing in the state championship game. And, and you, you kind of forget that's Carthage. This Wimberley team is better than last year's team at this point, And last year's team was the second best team in the division by a lot. And I think we're getting there again this year. Yeah. Look again, just like last week, pins leaking all over me. The, the, I just, Looks like I jacked off a squid. <laughs> wow. Graham, 35. <laughs> Glenn Rose, 21. Graham's quarterback, Ty Thompson, threw for 238 yards and three touchdowns. Is Ty Thompson not – I mean, look at his stats over the last three weeks. Is this not the best, at least statistically – the best quarterback in three or four A right now. Uh, that's a good question. I, I mean, I know he's, for, for he's actual, playing like it. Yeah, but one for actual play, yeah. Top top five, top three, right? Ryan Mosley, uh running back, ran for 137 yards. Uh Braden Riggins ran uh, had 103 yards on just eight catches. So this Graham team, you know, they haven't played any big household names yet, right? So that I, I think that's maybe why they're not getting um, some of the respect. Yeah, but I, but I, I mean, think this was it, a quality win. I, I think it was a great win. So and, on the year, he's thrown for seven hundred and fifty-six yards, eight touchdowns, zero uh, interceptions. Uh, he is hitting passes at a six ninety clip against Bowie, and I know it's Bowie, but still, this is impressive. A ninety-one percent completion percentage 22 of 24 for 402 yards now in the springtown game the porcupines actually kind of gave him some issues he was 15 to 27 but the most important thing no interceptions and that's we're in an era now where it it, it, for quarterbacks it's you've got to be aggressive yet not turn the ball over it's it's this is every era we say the quarterback's the toughest position but especially now while people say oh well they're protected and all that they are but if a quarterback doesn't go 22 of 30 for 300 yards and five touchdowns with no interceptions people are like well those interceptions are killer i mean it's really tough to be a quarterback and thompson right now you're right i didn't realize the stats were that good yeah i mean over 700 yards passing in just three games i mean the only other uh quarterback that i've seen that has thrown for more impressively is collinsville down in uh 2a and he's thrown for 1170 yards in three games, but I was going to say add on uh, Thompson's 327 yards rushing too. So yeah, he's already hit a yeah. thousand total yards exactly on the season, That's and, and crazy. he's got a lot more to go. Um, PNG beat West Orange start 26 to 20. Uh, I only bring that up because we laugh about last year when we watched that game. We were kind of you know, West Orange start was up a lot. In this, this one, this, yeah, yeah, but not but, a lot, but most yeah, of the game, most of the game. But uh, I laugh because last year we were so kind of down on West Orange Stark after the PNG game because they were like, man, PNG just kind of pushed them around, and West Orange Stark didn't look like they were interested. And then, of course, PNG ends up in the state championship right. game in 5A. So PNG had a bunch of men, up yes, front. and they have them back again. And it, it, this game basically, other than West Orange Stark had the lead. 
in the second half, it looked a lot like last year. West Orange Start just couldn't move the ball, but a yeah. lot of it was because PNG was just leaning on them. Yeah. All right. How about Belleville? 31, Navasota 3. Belleville got off to a slow start, put up just three points in the first half. Then they scored uh, 28 points in the second half to pull away. This is kind of what Belleville's been doing yeah. lately, right? Yeah. And, and, and like we talked about, though, you, you kind of feel like for them, they're just I say going through the motions when they're winning like they are, but they're ready to get, they're still angry about getting knocked out in the second round last year. Yeah. I think and, we maybe need to call, uh, call coach Rowe and see if we can come down there again and watch a game here pretty soon. Yeah. You know, I, I thought at first it might be Brookshire Royal, but they've kind of, they're okay. They're two and one, but they haven't been really impressive. And Iowa colony beat the doors off of them last week. Iowa colony though. Yeah. I mean, that's another, that's a five, a school playing for a, we'll be I talking know. about them soon. Don't yeah, worry. We need to talk about them really quick because they might be a region favorite down there. I I really think they could be in a region that's just absolutely loaded with the Chapel Hills and all that. I think at the bottom of that, I think Iowa Colony could be the one that surprises everybody. All right, Gilmer, 43, Paris, 40. Gilmer fell behind by a couple of touchdowns in the first half, and they had like eight penalties in that first half. The game was kind of cold. I think it was called with like 607 left in the game due to lightning. So that's kind of one of those weird ones. But Gilmer did, to Gilmer's credit, come storming back. You know? I, I, I'm confused. I will totally admit that I am confused about Gilmer, a, a team that couldn't stop Chapel Hill to save their lives, then put up a valiant fight defensively against the Kilgore team that's really, really good, held them to 24 points, and then they give up 40 to a Paris team that got beat by Salina 40 to nine and beat Liberty Isle 30 to nothing. But I think Liberty Isle is showing to be a little bit down I, than we thought. You know, I watched that Gilmer, uh, or I'm sorry, Paris uh, Salina game. Yeah. And Paris is a lot better than I thought. Well, they and, were. and Salina, I'm sorry, Paris is spreading the ball out this year. They're not running their old wing team. This is the first time in 15 years. And so there, there's but growing they run pains. the ball really effectively. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I watched this game was online. And, it, you know, I watched the whole game against Salina for Paris. And it, but it's still not the same being in person. But no. You can still see that uh, Paris has some dudes. Oh, yeah. They always do. I mean, for them, I mean, it's just being they've consistent. They've got some dudes. So, you know, I take it for what it's worth. I, I thought Gilmer, though, would beat Paris by more. Yeah. Even though it was called with, what, 607 left in the game. And that gives them plenty. That, you know, that game could have gone either way. There, that, that, you know, maybe there's a question Gilmer with Gilmer defensively right now. I, I mean, and maybe they just, what Kilgore does, Gilmer happens to do well, and that stopped the run. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Chapel Hill made their hay. I mean, they ran the ball times, but they made their hay throwing, and Paris, you know, like I said, they switched over. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to throw the ball. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cal Allen beat Flower Bluff 28 to 10. Only really bring that up because Flower Bluff beat Bernie. I know, and Cal Allen, but, a lot of people kind of wrote them off. Oh, I still wrote I, them off. Um, as far as a region threat, I mean, they're going to be a two, three round team. I'm not saying that they're bad by any stretch. I, I still think Flower Bluff, that game was first game of the year, played in 175 degree heat. I think Bernie got leaned on with depth. And I think if you play, and I even said that week one, if Bernie and Flower Bluff played like now, I think Bernie with, with the temperatures and, and playing more players. But yeah, it's still I a agree. good win for Kyle Allen. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't discount this win. No, I don't discount. No, not at all. I think they're a little bit better than what maybe we thought. All right. Uh, how's, How's this for a statement when Sealsby does it again, beats Nederland 49 to nothing, the shutout. Yeah, I mean. That's a statement win right there, my friend. 
Look, Nederland's not the best 5A team, but they're not all that bad. Oh, and no. Silsby to come out and put you shut out and put up basically half a hundred on Nederland, that, that's a statement win right there. Yeah, I mean, th- this is a, a matchup that usually through the years when they've played, and they don't play every year, but when they've played, Silsby's been more of a thorn in the side of Nederland. This this game was... This is a special <laughs> Silsby team, though. I've yeah. watched them twice uh, on uh, online and have been impressed no, with I, both I, of those. As a matter of fact, I would love to either go see Silsby Jasper or Silsby Hampshire Finette game. One of the two. Uh, yeah, both of those are two of the last three weeks of the season. So that and, and that We're West doing Orange, one of those though. that West Orange yeah. Stark one game, West Orange Stark game still looming large oh, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they play three hellacious games in district. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on Quero beating Yokum only forty one to thirty four? You tried to warn people on the three A and the four A show last year. You, you, I think you last week you explained it so well that a Yokum is really good this year, but b in this game, the 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 lesser team. And, and I mean lesser just in this game, it tends to come up and bite the better team. And, and Yoakum bit, 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 and Quero finally got the lead and was able to hold him off. Yeah, Yoakum had a 14-point lead over Quero, if I understand it correctly. But I think Yoakum is a lot better than what people realize. Oh, yeah. And I think this takes nothing away from Quero. Quero still won the game. Quero still a region threat, but it's kind of like Texas OU. You can throw the records out the door each team is going to play each other to the death. Yeah, I mean, how big of a rivalry it is. All right, Pleasant Grove, 45, Midland Christian, 46. I watched this one online on and off. I fell asleep three or four times because I drove back from Hooks, Texas, yeah. uh, for our game. Um, I don't know. At one in the morning, didn't get home till like four. I had to stop for like five snacks. <laughs> um, so I didn't. I did not get home till late, so I kept falling asleep. I know Midland Christian was pu- pushing Pleasant Grove while I was awake. Yeah. But Pleasant Grove, Jalen Bordley had a huge game. Uh, I can't remember exactly his stats, but uh, Midland Christian had a tough time stopping him. But Midland Christian, in the first quarter and a half while I was awake, was moving the ball against this Pleasant Grove defense, which is pretty darn good. Uh, but I think uh, Pleasant Grove is going to be fine after this one. Yeah, the the Hawks led at half, thirty four to seven. Um, Spencer Danner, sixteen carries, one hundred and fifty six yards. Uh, as you talk about the offense for them, uh, almost five hundred yards of offense. And and I want to go back. I know this is a four A show, but this reminds me just again how good that Brock defense is for holding this team. Yeah, down, what, yeah. ten points. Right. Um, Van, just a little shout out. Van, after getting thumped by Chapel Hill, they kind of, uh, I, I don't want to call it a, a, a pure support, uh, upset because I think Van and Lindell are, are a lot closer than people realize, but I think a good win for them. And we'll get to see a little bit more about Paris. What was it? 40... 42-37. Okay. A typical Van Lindell game. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to see Paris and Van this week. So that's a good little calibration game when we're talking about what Paris did to Gilmer and it being 43-30. to 30. And then Van, who's in that region and would love to be a region dark horse, but when you've got... I got Van in a close one, by the way. I don't think that's on the run sheet for the next game, but yeah. I got Van in a close one, if yeah. you're asking me. Okay. So you got Van in a close one. 
Yeah. All right. I got Van too as well. Okay. Uh, but I am curious that again, I, I, people can't be understated. Paris is a team that ran the wing tee forever. They've now spread it out. They're still doing wing tee concepts on run because you can do that in a spread, but they're trying to work the ball down the field more and it might just be taking them some time. We'll see if that Gilmer game was just a hiccup for the defense. Are you, are you going to be okay, buddy? Uh, look, how this pen? I can't even just, see anything. You can't see all that ink. No, you said this last week. The, maybe it's all a, that ink. Maybe, maybe okay. you're playing with an a, 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 a squid with a visible ink, buddy. <laughs> all right, Salina 38, uh, Prosper Walnut Grove 35. Yes, surprising. Well, I, I was told, I don't know how true this is. I was told that Walnut Grove had some players out, uh, for some, some issues that were not football related before the Salina game, you mean, or. Yeah, for Salina for this past week. They oh, were, they, they, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so oh, wow. I, I don't know how true that is. Um, so we'll, we'll see if that because you know I, I was pretty impressed. I'm sorry with, for the Gunner game. I'm sorry for the Gunner okay, game. That's no, what that's I meant. That's what I'm saying. That, now okay. I get what you're saying. Yes, for the Gunner game. And so maybe we didn't see the true Gunner blew them out. But, but Salina struggled. Gunner them. blew them out. But Walnut Grove had like 400 yards of offense, including 250 in the first half against Gunner or something like that. It was a mm. lot. So they moved the ball. They just couldn't score. Yeah. Uh, but for Salina, man, we've talked about it. This is just getting ready for district. This is a team as they're figuring out that offensive line and they're two running backs that are that a junior and a sophomore. Really good. Really good. A little bit of getting the snaps and experience in key positions. Don't yeah. count out Salina. They'll, they'll get lost in the discussion, Yeah, uh, but don't count out Salina this year. All right. Is that it? Yep, All I right. think that's it for the uh, review. That's the review section. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to preview week four. Also have Coach X right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Terrabin and Grant Goodwin back here. Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition brought to you by... SI Design and Printing. Also brought to you by Small Town Society. You saw the image there. I had an ad. I had it all built out and everything. And I, I put the video together. And then when I went to play it for the 3A show, we had some issues. So I'm just going to give them this. Check out shopsmalltownsociety.com online. 
where you can see some great outfits. They also, we've been talking about their, their women's attire. They have Franklin football. That's where they support. They're also title sponsor of the Franklin football show. Uh, but they also have guys gear. Uh, they asked us, you know, if we'd like some stuff and they're going to send us some stuff. We're going to put one of them on the uh, wall and, and then I'll make you wear the other one. And, you know, walking the streets going, shame, shame. Shame, shame, because that's kind of where you're at tonight. I ride for the brand. You ride for the brand. I do appreciate that. You, again, you can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. You can find them on Facebook. Just type in Small Town Society. Email them, hello, at shopsmalltownsociety.com. Uh, they have everything. Like I said, they have the Franklin football gear. They have regular game day gear. They have game day men and boys. They have holiday. They have inspirational. Don't say anything. Uh, they have preach. Don't say anything. Uh, they have they have it all. If, if if you're a Texas woman and you love to show your small town pride, you love to show your state pride, you love to show your spiritual pride, they'll take care of you there, and we do appreciate them being a sponsor. And we'll get the ad fixed for next week. Now. Aren't you proud of me? I didn't say anything. I'd have muted you as soon as you did. Let's go I to. I almost sneezed because I was. <laughs> Trying not to sneeze. I'm <laughs> oh, proud of myself for not seeing, you, yeah, sneezing. Yeah, and, and, and all jokes aside, thank you. you. You're under the weather, and, and you still came in to get yeah, me yeah. sick and probably bring the show down, and we'll be out for the rest of the year. But great great for showing up there, I've buddy. going on having this stuff since Canadian two weeks ago. I, I mentioned to I my... I felt better, uh-huh. and now I feel worse. Well, like, I, I, what I, in the hell? I mentioned to my dad, he always talks, ask how the show's going. I said, doing well. You're, you're, you know, you're under the weather. You've had it for a couple of weeks. And he's like, yeah, welcome to your 50s. That's, you're just basically <laughs> sick the rest of the I way I think out. I got it from the hotel in Canadian. I like that place. I don't think you liked it. No, I mean, it was mostly just the scorpions, <laughs> the bed bugs, I did kind of, the mold. There was no bed bugs or mold. Dude, that was, I got a rash everywhere. I think. Well, that's because you haven't taken your daily that you've been taking for 20 years for other things. I don't know. I just I think get it was rash. from Canadian. Dude, or, he slept like a baby. Or you, the Easy Mart in Redwater. I will go Easy. with that. I told you, don't okay. get the hot dogs at Redwater. All right, Coach I didn't X. eat a hot dog in Redwater. Speaking of, Redwater's the one place that wouldn't even hire Coach X. Let's see what Coach X has to say. So it seems like the show's been going swimmingly so far this year. And I think we all know why. I think it's because of the big news that happened this summer. We all know what that was. The man, Elon Musk, changed the Twitter logo to the X. We all know that the X is going to give it to you. See, if I was a WWE superstar now, I would say hit my music. So, Elon, if you're listening, and we all know you are, I appreciate the fanfare. And sorry those hippies made you take my name off your building. Move that building to X us and we will party like it's 1999 and if you were there at that new year's party that was at that night it was a hell of a night on with the picks we all know for 1999 coach x all he did was drink schnapps and play tekken he didn't schnapps do anything else and ghost slogger. the snop was oh you know he was a gold slogger guy like he probably still has gold chunks in his mouth do you think it. he thinks that elon musk actually listens because he had lyle love it I, I will say this, Elon Musk is the type that if he knows that I, Lyle Lovett would be listening, he would be curious. I'll, I'll give Elon Musk credit for that. That dude will respond to so many different people on Twitter, people that have two followers. So mm-hmm. let's just let him think. Okay. I hate right, to no, tell him that's probably good. Lyle Lovett's PR guy just being like, who's this dumbass? Oh, let me like him. <laughs> Got to make sure Lyle lo- looks good no, in front of the That's the whole media. thing about Twitter. It's them. Who's them? You know, these celebrities. Oh, oh so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're celebrities on Twitter. So, well, no, we're not. But Justin Timberlake. I mean, we have stars that follow us. Who? Juliet Landau follows us. The, who? 
Juliet Landau, the daughter of Martin Landau, the famous actor. I know Martin Landau. Yeah, her do- his daughter, who was on Buffy, follows us. I'm not kidding. You can go look on our thing. Juliet Landau. So who's Buffy? Okay, anyway, let's get into the show before we no, go down. I'm just you know, asking. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I like horror. I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV I like show. horse too, but I don't. <laughs> That's why you got the rash. <laughs> <laughs> From a whore in Redwater? Or Canadian, apparently. Was, I thought you went to sleep to, listening to Tulsa cry. Maybe you love a call again. Maybe you're walking over there by. <laughs> maybe you're walking over there by the. Yeah, uh, I had some awesome. Denny shrimp and uh, set out and watched the escorts. Three hundred pound woman in a body stocking. Anyway, let's get into four a preview of the week four action, and I, oh. we've got a weird matchup here: Alvareda versus Rusk. Uh, this is a game that legitimately could go into the 60s. Both of these teams like to score a lot. Alvarado, we talked a little bit about their 3-0 on the year. Uh, Cadre Collier, their quarterback, stone for 529 yards. He's ran for 230. So we were talking yeah. about the wow. Graham quarterback. He's not far off. Uh, no, he's not. And he's got two really good receivers in uh, Shamarian Lee and Logan Bork. I, I love these type of matchups where it's it's two teams you wouldn't really think would ever play. Uh, you know, Ruskin, Deep East Texas, Alvarado, uh, you know, in the North Texas area. I, I think this game started because of the COVID a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, we need more of these type of games. Do you think Alvarado might be vastly underrated? I think both of these teams are vastly underrated. Yeah. I, I think I know. Yeah, that- I kind of thought Rusk, their heyday was the last two years. I didn't think if they, if Rusk didn't get it done two, you know, two years ago yeah. and last year, they weren't going to do it, but here they are, only with one loss. Yeah, and then that their issue is going to be defense, and that's why I think this game could be a high-scoring game. They lost to Athens last week, forty-five to thirty-eight. Uh, they have another McCown after Owen McCown left. Aiden McCown's now the quarterback. Of course, Thomas Sitton, the guy that was at Chapel Hill, right. he's been at Russ now for five or six years, and he's really kind of, you know, Russ. When we first started doing this show, you had the Cody Glenn who went to Nebraska. You had the the guy after him that might have been even more talented, but he couldn't stay. You know, he kept getting in trouble, and, and then they kind of went into a free fall. And, and Coach yeah. Sitton came in a few years ago, and he's kind of slowly he's started one heck of a coaching staff. With well, him. and it helps when you have a McCown NFL right. player and all, sure. and all. The McCown family's all in that area. You've got some of them at Jacksonville where they played. Mm-hmm. You got some. I think you have one going to Brook Hill now, but I, I just, I, I think, I think this is a game that I have Alvarado winning, but they've got to go to Rusk in this game. And that's not an easy travel. If Alvarado is the underrated team, I think they are. Mm-hmm. And they're as good as I think they are. They go in and they beat Rusk at home by 14, to 21 points. Wow. If that, if that's what I want to okay, see. I have no problem with that. That's no what I want to see out of the Indians. If they are that good, which I think they, they should might go on be, the road and be able to take care of it. Yes. Uh, in convincing faction. I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, cause if you're going to, if you're I'm gonna, not saying they will, that's what I'm saying. If they are the team that I think they are. And I, I think they are. Yeah. So they, give me Alvarado about 14, 21. All right. They gave up 41 to Springtown, seven to Kennedale, and then three to Lincoln. Uh, the Springtown was a little concerning, but again, first game of the year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see Daniel Dixon, by the way, we hope you're doing better in, in, Springtown. Uh, we yeah, talked give about, us an update. Uh, I haven't. The last time he said he was feeling better. And that's not the, you, I, oh, Daniel. Yeah, give us an update, Daniel. All right, Coach X says, before I make my picks, I'd like to point out that I'm undefeated this year in picks. Yes, I am. Check the tape. Uh, 
If you don't believe me, no, we get on that. Anywho, does Rusk ever play West Rusk? They should. But if they did, would they have been called East East Rusk? East versus West, just like the Civil War. I've done some research on that war. Not so civil. I went to school who had a brother named Ricardo that sounds a lot like Alvarado, so I guess I'll pick (laughs) East Rusk. That might be the most Coach X pick of all time right there. That that, that was pretty good. All right, let's go. uh, Let's stay in East Texas. Marshall versus Carthage. Mm. Uh, This game's in Carthage. A Uh, game dear to my heart. Shut up. You and Coach X. I... Look, Carthage is going to win this game. They're going to win by three or four touchdowns. Mar- neither of us said that. You're just projecting. No, I'm I'm calling it like I see it. Okay. I, I, the last time. You don't think that Marshall defense can shut down uh, Jet Surratt, and KJ Edwards, Katie Matlock, Braden Manning, a defense that's pretty much sophomores and juniors that is really good? Yeah, so – I think Marshall's fine this year. I, I think this reminds me of when I went and saw them in 2018 and, and Marshall, and I don't, I'm not saying this team's going to go that far, but that team played Huntsville to a controversial two point conversion call, no call from winning the region and Carthage went into Marshall and beat them comfortably. Marshall had a kickoff return at the beginning of the second half uh, that kind of made it close and got them close, but you never were in doubt of who that game was going to win that game. I feel the same way about this one. I think Marshall's going to be fine this year. They're one and two, but they lost to Tyler in overtime. And Tyler has Tyler High has bounced back from where they were last year when they kind of collapsed. They're undefeated. They lost to Longview, who lost only to McKinney in a great game. And then they beat Henderson last week, 35 to 20. Uh, but that wasn't a complete game. Henderson at times moved the ball. Uh, and Marshall turned over the ball. And those are all recipes when you go into Carthage to get beat 42 to 17. So... I'm going to pick Carthage by 13 to 14 points. Okay. Is it, you think that's out of line? You know more about Marshall. No, I, I think Carthage is, is three to four touchdowns better than okay. Marshall. Okay. Easy. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that I, I do think maybe some depth, but I mean, you're talking about a Carthage program that at four, a division two has Carthage the roster of five, a division two. That's what Marshall. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this isn't your normal, leap across one full classification absolutely and and marshall has a good size roster for a 5a division two school but carthage is special it's just like salina back in 2a you look on their line sideline and they're like a 4a school that's where carthage is now and it's it jack alvarez if he stays at marshall for the long run he's going to do great things and and he's already started because marshall last year probably shouldn't have been six and five they they, they're they're in a talent vacuum uh, and, and they're getting out of that, and they've got some good quarterback. I like their quarterback, Collier Sloan. They've got a fast defense. I just think Carthage is better. Yeah. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. This is a tough game here. Well, not the game itself. Carthage is going to win. But just coming up with something to say about a school that has produced so many football players like Marshall. Why a tittle? That other guy that could run fast. And who could forget the other guy who could run fast? That is what Marshall's kind of known for. Then there's a guy that went on to start a podcast with Grant. He didn't really run fast, though, like the other two guys. But way to go, Grant. You do a great job, and you let Larry talk. So the big guy upstairs is going to remember that. Go dogs! You're welcome, man. You're welcome. Are y'all saying I'm like a -a make-a-wish? All this is all this is just to make me feel special. Yeah, pretty much. For seven, sixteen years. Look, go easy on uh, Terrence and just make him feel a little bit better. Maybe he'll get into the Marshall Athletics Hall of Fame like Terrence, I did where I went to school. Why did yet. you get into the Marshall Hall of Fame? I didn't. Oh. I didn't get into my own Hall of Fame yet. Your sister did. Thanks, dude. Uh, that's thanks a, a good, lot. Isn't, isn't that a good thing? I mean, I'm congratulations. Was yeah. it three years ago? Yeah, thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> right, I'm proud you? of her. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see the pride right now. <laughs> Jasper versus Franklin. Jasper's quarterback, Isaiah Coleman, has been great. But Zach Keelan, uh, Hadnot, and Peyton Brooks at running back yeah. have been absolute beast on uh, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. But Ty Anthony Smith, the linebacker for Jasper, is one of the best tight. in the state. And look, they're going up against one of the best running backs in the state, Jaden Jackson at Franklin, but I think Jasper will win this game. I think it's going to be a close one, but this is going to be an all-out war. But give me Jasper to re- get the revenge from last year. You know, Franklin kind of put it on Jasper last year, right? Yeah, well, it was 41-35, but if I remember, Jasper scored like two late touchdowns to kind of make it closer. I, uh-huh. I just, you know, you and I talked about this. I, if Franklin wins this game... I'd be... A little bit shocked. I, I'm not gonna say shocked, but it would. So I mean, already Franklin's a favorite, but that would just make me go, okay, Franklin might not be untouchable. I mean, might be untouchable this year. I, I think Jasper's strength is exactly the thing that Franklin does well, and I think when we kind of joked in the three A about linebackers not wanting to stick their hat in against Franklin, you're not. You have a Jasper defense that thrives on the hitting as well. There's gonna be no tapping out. It's just no. the clock's gonna run out. Right. Uh, I've got Jasper winning like a 27 to 24, 21 type game, which oddly enough, that sounds like a high scoring game with what these two defenses can do. Right. But low scoring and they all. Oh, let me see things what, given in uh, the state of football. Yeah, in, state right? of football now. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Physical game here. Franklin will punch you in the mouth and make you like it. Hey, why is that a saying? Why is that a saying? Has anybody ever been punched in the mouth and said, that was great. I like it. You know what? I bet Grant has <laughs> probably seen some movies like that with leading ladies that get stuff put in there. Well, I think you see where I'm going with that. It's Lions snuff film, sir. Lions versus Bulldogs. Got to go with the Green Lions and say one like thirty something. Yeah, they've you won thirty five. Seen that movie, thirty five millimeter or whatever. eight millimeter. Eight millimeter. No, that's eight mile. No, it's eight millimeter. Get the music. Thirty five. What? That's just, I just love the well, we're talking. Millimeters. I just love you threw out a random camera size that you didn't know. Yes, I've seen eight millimeter. It's really Have you good. Seen Kodachrome? No, I haven't. Where you want to go? That was with Ed Harris, Jason Sudeikis, and some girl with weird eyes. It's cute though. Your mom, uh, your mom, your fiance. Hey, made whoa, you whoa! Laugh. My mom just broke her arm. You can't. That was three weeks ago. You can't keep well, riding she's on still that. Still hurting. You can't keep. I was trying to say, did Kelly make you watch it? Your fiance made you watch Kodachrome, didn't you? No, you did not. We watched like manly stuff, like Married at First Sight <laughs> and uh, Below Deck. Tulsa nine one one. I all you watch when we go Tacoma nine one one. I don't watch stupid stuff. All you watch when we're on the road now is true crime stuff. Can I fall asleep with true crime? Is it okay, man? Would it bother you? This first forty eight. It's which Tulsa. Is, I yes, exactly. Murder in Tulsa. I never want to go through Tulsa again because every first forty eight, and uh, what was the comedians like? <laughs> every first forty eight, it's like cartoon characters. characters. Oh yeah. Hey, Dookie Shoes. Dookie Shoes. I saw Dookie Shoes talking to Muppet. And Muppet said, no, no, Dookie Shoes didn't do it. (laughs) That was funny to me. Where are you at? Where are we going now? Uh, Belleville versus Cameron Yo. Belleville's running back. San Renicki is back, man. He's already ran for 406 yards um, in, what, three games this season. Uh, Two other running backs, Corey and Hood and D.D. Murray, have combined for almost 700 yards rushing. Uh, They're playing a Cameron team, though, offensively, though, with running back Kadarius Bradley, uh, 
receiver uh, Braylon Drake and Carson uh, Goolsby that can move the football. I think Cameron's defense is kind of exposed them a little bit, but offensively, they're going to be able to move the ball against Belleville, but I don't think enough. They can't keep up with Belleville. Belleville's going to wear them down with that three-headed monster man uh, running the football. Belleville's just a machine. You know, we said... I think they're pissed off from losing in by-district yeah, last year. second round, second round, second, second round. Yeah. Was it second yeah, round? Second okay. Round. I think Belleville, the Brahmas, are a little pissed off, and they're going to oh, take it out on a lot of people. You know, we, we had talked before about uh, a few years ago when, when this said same Cameron Yo team just took Dieball to the woodshed and we saw Dieball mm-hmm. kind of flinch and we said, well, Dieball's got to prove that they're physical again. And they eventually did. Cameron Yo last year flinched in the game that we saw against Franklin. And until I see them get stay in the gaps and their linebackers aren't bailing out as soon as the ball's yeah, I don't I don't think Cameron's defense wants any of these problems and this that is, Belleville's offense is going to give them. And this is why I don't think their offense will score. I think Belleville will keep the ball away. I like this being a, a 42 to 7 type game it for could Belleville. Be. I, I could see that. Let's yes. see what Coach X has to say. This, yeah, okay. The Yeoman versus the Bells. So there is a Bells and a Belleville. Are they related? Like the two cousins start a town and they have a disagreement and say, when I'm dropping, well, I'm dropping that Ville off of our name and I'm going to be a Bells. No, you can't come with me. You're starting your own town and I refuse to live in a town where you can't stay up after midnight and let it all hang out. Because, you know, after midnight, we're going to chug along and shout. So for that reason, I'm going with the Omen because I know they love to chug a lug and shout. Such very, he is so technical with his picks i love how he breaks down the three sheets right and talks yeah. about the fir- you know the f- first down flow and everything good job coach x all right some quick hitters all now right. right all right dangerfield versus center who do you got uh dangerfield in a shootout me too all right i like this dangerfield a little bit more like center offenses outside of maybe chapel hill might be one of the best offenses in the state i don't want to play right in the now, first couple rounds outside of chapel hill and silsby yeah let me say that uh, center might be one of the best offenses, but uh, Dangerfield's defense is better, and Dangerfield can move the ball on anybody, so I like Dangerfield as well. All right, Newton and West Orange start. Give me West Orange start. Give me Newton. Oh, did you pick them in the mm-hmm. uh, three? Okay. Uh, no, I didn't. Because, I'm sorry. Give me West Orange start. My my only reasoning, though, is Newton's played one game in three weeks. They've had my two games canceled. My reason is West Orange starts a lot better than people think, and West Orange start ready is to better say than that Newton. All right. Uh, Conley at China Spring. Give me China Spring. Give me China Spring, but it wouldn't shock me if the cadets keep this within three touchdowns. I, I think oh, China yeah, Spring. within three touchdowns. Well, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, they usually don't the last few years. Even their good teams have gotten kind of sure. way late again. But I, I think sure. this Conley w- w- with Kieber might be a little different, but I still do China Springs. For all the talk of Carthage, China Springs is Carthage part two they're yeah. just a machine at this point a, a six foot two 300 pounder goes out that's fine they got a six foot one 290 freshman he'll just step right in and you'll forget about it I, I like china spring in this one all right quero versus cal allen i am uh going against conventional wisdom here and i'm going cal allen with the upset both teams have something to prove after last week but you look I at Quero's undefeated. I know, but they struggled against Yoakum. And again, we're rivalry game, blah, blah, but they still struggled against Yoakum. Right. They were down two scores. This wasn't, they got up and, and held them off. They had to go past Yoakum and they right. did. They beat Navarro 35 to seven. They beat Campo 41 to seven. I, 
I don't see where you're getting it. I think Quero wins. I think Quero wins by three touchdowns. I think, well, conventional wisdom says, and, and if I were actually putting money on it, I would say Quero. <laughs> but right that. now, I am going to go because there's no money on it, right? I'm going Cal Allen with the upset. I have, no, I have no problem with that. And if Cal Allen wants to prove to me that they're uh, better than what I think they are, they I need think to they stay. will prove that they're win or lose. They'll yeah. prove if that they, they're better. Um, okay. I think this will be a game no matter what. Uh, I don't think it's a blowout, but I'm going to pick Cal Allen All right. in the upset. All right. Lavernia versus Navarro. Give me Navarro in a close one. Lavernia's defense has been playing Dude, pretty good this Lavernia year. Lavernia is really good. And I actually kind of, thinking about changing my well, pick because i was about to go lavernia and you knew it i yeah. i actually i <sighs> yeah you know the bears on the year uh to give you some some understanding they've given up 27 to burn it seven to gonzalez it shut out lagrange last week 45 to nothing yeah i'm i'm going navarro uh i'm sorry i'm going lavernia i'm changing okay. my pick yeah um, I, I just like what they you know last year they kind of quietly this went is gonna be a hell of a game Oh, yeah, I, I think this is a good game. I, I think, you know, it's going to be, can the, you know, it's the same rule every time you play Navarro. Can you keep their offense off the field, not let them getting long, sustained drives? And they tend to struggle early in the season because their offense, it kind of takes a while to get rolling downhill. And I, I think the I think this is one of those games where the Bears are looking as this, as, and every team in this region do. They look at that as a, as a kind of a, a, a statement game, measuring themselves. All right, uh, the last one we have is Anna versus Salina. Um, give me Anna, one of the games that I've watched uh, online. Uh, Anna is probably one of the most impressive teams in Class 4A that I've seen so far uh, outside of Carthage and China Spring. Uh, I think Anna, they don't name their score, but they're missing uh, the Amherst kid. Yeah. But it does not matter. That quarterback that Anna uh, has now, who's like a junior, I think, is a true dual threat. They've got athletes everywhere. Anna is better than they were last year. Salina can run the football on anybody, but I think this Anna team is special. Give me Anna by 8-14. to 14. I like Salina in this game. Ooh. I, I think you've got us. Uh, Anna's defense has played one good team and gave up 30 to Decatur. They shut out Aubrey. Aubrey's showing they're not what we – we didn't think they were going to be a lot, but they were really good last year. We thought they might be. This game is in Salina, and this just feels like one of those games where that Salina running game goes for 45 carries and 280 yards. Type. Maybe, but I'm going to tell you but either way, it's a great it up offensively. Oh, yeah, they do. And if, if Salina gets into a, a, a shootout with them, they're going to lose. Nobody wants to get in a shootout against Anna. But the problem is, is can you stop Anna? So you That's might true. have to. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm just calling this a slight upset. Also, this is like the last test for Anna until the playoffs. Well, maybe right. Paris but in Coffin, but I don't really think they're going to be tests. No, Coffin's surprisingly 0-3. Uh, but so I, I I think Salina wins this game. But, I, again, either way, we're going to think the same about these two teams coming out of it. All right. I think that's it, brother. Yeah. Great week four show. We do appreciate everybody for joining us again. You can find us on YouTube at L4 Media Company. You can also, when you go to our podcast site, S2S Grant and Terry, Dot com. You can, if you type into this or hit this episode, we embed the, the YouTube. So even if you're just been normally doing audio, check out the YouTube, our executive producer and director, Taylor Lee. He tries to get these out by Wednesday night at the latest, sometimes into Thursday, but you can always find the audio. They'll be up by Wednesday morning. We post them on all of our social media sites, sideline to sideline on Facebook at Grant and Terry. 
on Twitter. Email us, Grant and Terry at S2SSport.com. Until then, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This has been Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Oh,